Hi, welcome to the I3L podcast. My name is Kayode Oguta. It's a pleasure to be in your space every week. The I3L podcast is to ensure that your leadership journey is beautiful and your experience wonderful. Your leadership journey is beautiful and your experience wonderful. Every week, we bring to you very great content to ensure that you do not have the kind of challenges that paralyzes most people in leadership. Therefore, the I3L podcast is meant to be a companion, a tool, a guide, a roadmap to helping you become the best kind of leader that you probably can be. One of the greatest attributes of exceptional leadership is called resilience. Resilience. Now, whenever you and I think about resilience, we're talking about the ability for someone to bounce back from a setback, to bounce back, to be able to navigate a terrain, to be able to navigate a challenge. Therefore, in exceptional leadership, the ability to navigate challenges becomes one of the tools in which you can win. Ladies and gentlemen, I want to let you know that in the days in which we are living now, you are going to win not because of the fact that <coughs> that you are um, that you are a smart person, but because of the fact that you are a resilient person. The person who wins is the resilient organization or the resilient leader. Now, resilient is a prediction of how someone can overcome a setback, stressful circumstances, and how someone can thrive in what normal situations will paralyze other people. Therefore, if I think about the kind of times that the pandemic era has brought about, you would ask yourself, who are those that will thrive? Who are those that will survive this pandemic? Who are those which organization will become better instead of being destroyed? Now, the rules are changing so fast that the challenge is not how smart an organization is, but the challenge is how resilient the organization is. Smart organization or smart leaders are not going to thrive, but resilient leaders will thrive. <coughs> smart organization might not thrive, might not survive, but resilient leaders will survive. I mean, one of the days past, we heard how Richard Branson was going and um, through um, Virgin Atlantic and Virgin um, Australia, asking the leaders of those countries for bailouts. Now, these are smart organizations. These are very smart people. But for the organizations to thrive, it's not just about the fact that you are going to be a smart person. It's about the fact that are you a resilient leader? Are you a leader that can bounce back? Hence, the resilience is about bounceability, bouncing back, bouncing back, being able to navigate all those challenges, all those things that would otherwise destroy normal people. So, in resilience today, I'm saying that the adversity, the, the circumstances, the pandemic, the environment is so challenging. And if your belief system is not interpreting well this situation, you probably would have a consequence that you will give up hope. And that is not what exceptional leaders will do. That is not what exceptional leaders will do in such a time like this. So when we're thinking about how do you now build the kind of resilient leaders that will thrive? I mean, today leadership is in a quagmire because 
you ask yourself, how can a leader show the way when he himself doesn't even know the way? Or how can a leader give hope or express hope or empathy when he himself is in need of hope and empathy? And the question is, how can you challenge people when you yourself need to be challenged? So these are real great times. These are great times when leaders themselves are anxious. Would my organization survive? Would my company survive? Would the industry in which I am working in, would it be wiped away that there will be no even trace of that industry? Now, these are situations that have been brought bare by the fact that, yes, the pandemic has come. In America, the, by the last count, about 14% of the population have become unemployed. So, worldwide, it's clear that organizations, are people, are, are, are they're letting go of their very good staff. Not because they do not want to keep them, but because of the fact that the situation demands that you... Um, you ensure that you survive. You try to you, you ensure that you try to thrive. Now, this is the kind of problems that organizations are going through. That it's important to now build resilience in leaders because, like I said earlier on, the people that would win are not the smart leaders, but they are who I call the resilient leaders. So, how do you make sure that organization? How do you how do you face challenges? How do you teach leaders to face challenges, navigate setbacks and obstacles, and not just survive but thrive? Yes, they can survive on the short term, but they have a thriving mentality for the long term. They're having a thriving mentality for the long term. And now you cannot complain that you cannot complain about the wind because the wind is common to everyone. You cannot complain about the wind. And so many people are going through the same problems that you are going through, but some would survive and some would thrive. Then the difference will about those who are survive and those who are thriving, it's not about this smart, but it's about what <coughs> it's about one thing which is that they are resilient people so i think that the most important thing i can do for you or you can do for yourself is to build resilience in leadership building resilience in leadership your ability to thrive your ability to find a way is the key to making sure that you have the confidence to achieve your goals even if your goals have changed your confidence to bounce back from all those stressful and strenuous situations it's all found in what? In what I call resilience. In resilience. The I3 podcast is also um, it's also making sure that they would they are collaborating with extreme performance in getting sure that they can do a workshop for resilience. A workshop for resilience. So if you're a leader and you want to do a workshop for resilience and you're an avid listener to the I3 podcast, you can send a mail to PK P K A Y P K at Kyodioguta.com. PK at kayodoguta.com. P-K-A-Y at kayodoguta.com. Kayodoguta.com. When you send that mail, say, I am interested. Once you, you do that, we will set up a meeting, a, a live experience meeting where we will teach you, we will do um, resilience exercises so that your ability to bounce back would become world class. And at the end of the day, those that win are not necessarily the smart people, but the resilient people. So resilience would increase your confidence, will increase your competence and ensure that you are able to win. 
with resilience. Why is resilience important? Resilience is important because of the fact that you will see challenge in a new way. One of the things in which we're going to look at is important because you would ensure that you're committed to your goals. You're not going to give up on those things you're doing. And you're going to focus on the things that you can control and not the things you cannot control. Resilience is important because you will take responsibility and ownership for the gap between you and where you're going to. And also the fact that you are going to be thinking positively and optimistically so that you would always thrive you would always thrive so it's important that in order to give hope and and um and um and optimism we build leaders that can that can that have resilience so resilience become the greatest thing in my opinion that would ensure that will come out of this leadership you know at the end of the day many organizations have been have, have um have failed or, or will become uh, will become irrelevant very soon. Not because of the fact that they were not led by smart people, but because of the fact that, yes, I said it earlier on, that they were not led by resilient leaders. So they gave up, they, they gave up, they gave up, and they gave up in battle. Now, in building resilience, I think that there are five things that you must take care of. Five things that you must take care of. And if you take care of those five things, I think you will become a better leader. Number one, in building the, um, uh, resilience, it's very simple. The first thing you must do is that you must reframe the challenge you must reframe <coughs> the challenge change your perspective focus on facts and not on fictitious things and refrain from judgment yes what do i say you must do what you must do one thing that all resilient leaders always do is that you must reframe the challenge what you are going through is common to all men so you must and you so but in reframing the challenge you must and tell yourself that look i must change my perspective to what's going on now in changing your perspective you would ask yourself now what are the things that i need to learn what are the real things that have happened you understand what are the opportunities that i could we could learn from what has taken place these are opportunities for learning and on opportunities for making sure that we could these are learning experiences instead of problems so you're going to reframe what you are going through in such a way that it would you would be energizing not demoralizing it would be energizing not demoralizing now if you keep looking at the problems you keep looking at the news you keep looking at the statistics everything will become green and you would almost give up but if you reframe it and say okay you know what that the only people that would win are the resilient people, and I'm a resilient person, then you begin to look for opportunities, then you will focus on the facts. Yeah, there are certain things that are going on. Yes, that, oh, there's shelter in place in most countries. And if there's shelter in place in most countries, some uh, some of our business models may not be working. So what does that mean? Now, the business model is not working. does not mean that what you need to do at this kind of time is to ensure that you have new uh, new value to add into the system the second thing i wish all exceptional leaders must do in order to build resilience is that they must renew themselves they must renew themselves what do i mean by renewing yourself you must learn what is working you must learn what is no longer working and you must learn what is going to work after the shelter in place is over and you must also learn what will never work again now you must renew yourself in, and that, that comes with learning and unlearning and relearning because of the fact that the things that you you may have been taught in business school in life school over 20 or 30 years you may have to drop it and leave it alone why do i say that now take the american government for example the american government are led by 
the, the House of um, the Senate is led by the Republicans. The government in, in the center is led by Republicans. But they decided to do bailout. Why would Republicans be giving free money to people? It's because they have to renew themselves. They know that if they do not change the perspective with which they are acting, then they will probably destroy the economy. So leaders must understand that this time calls for a renewal of your thinking process. You must ask yourself, what is it that you are learning and what is it that you need to relearn the third thing i believe that all exceptional leaders must do is that you must resolve that you will not give up you must resolve that you would win you must resolve that you will win there's no way that i mean there's um, there's this guy called admiral jim stockdale that was captured during the vietnam war with um, in america and he was spent about eight years vice admiral in the um, from the u.s navy and he was captured and he always said something that was very instructive that he needed, he resolved that he was going to survive those things. But he also faced the brutal fact of what was going on. <coughs> that Jim Collins gave us that thing in good to great. But the most important thing I want you to know is the fact that, yes, you must resolve. Because if you do not resolve to win, the challenges will blow you up. The challenges will be overwhelming. But you must say, I must not give up. I remember the famous words of Winston Churchill, never, never, ever give up. Those are, those are very important words. You would make up your mind. You will never, never, ever give up. Now, you may not have, um, I mean, you may not have caused the problem, but you will learn that you will navigate the problem and you would win. Many years ago, my late dad taught me something. He, when we heard gunshots in security-deprived Nigeria, he said something. He said, whenever you hear gunshots, it means that you are still alive. And that's not the time to be scared. That's the time to resolve to, 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 to be alive. You understand? So, now, I saw times like that. I saw times like this. They're even hearing the gunshots of the pandemic. You're hearing, oh, a lot of companies are folding. As long as your company is still alive, you still, you still have a, an organization, maybe a non-profit or a profit organization, it means that this is not the time to be afraid. This is a time to really navigate the process and ensure that you win. Because only the tough, like, like, um, like someone said, tough times do not last, but tough people do. I will say that stressful time never lasts, but resilient people would. would. Stressful time or pandemic time will never last. Will not will not last forever, but resilient people would. So the question is, are you going to make up your mind to be a resilient person? Because at the end of the day, it's not the smart people, it's not uh, it's not the strong people, but the resilient people that would win. The resilient people that would win. So do not forget what I said. Stressful times or pandemic times will not last forever, but the resilient people would. So make up your mind that you're going to be what? The resilient. The greatest glory is not in falling down. That's what the motivational speakers always tell us. The greatest glory is not in falling down, but in rising up after each fall. In rising up after each fall. So make up your mind that you're going to rise up. Make up your mind that this situation will not have the last say over you and that you're going to win. And... The other thing is that I always tell um, uh, for every resilient leader, for you to build resilient, you must learn to refill your cup. You must learn to refill your cup. These times are emotionally strenuous times. These times are emotionally difficult times. You must learn to refill. You cannot give something that you do not have. Now, most people in your organization will need empathy from a leader. If a leader is not, if the leader doesn't have it, he cannot give it out. So you have to make sure that you come back to your realities. You come back to what's going on in your life. You come back to the things that you going through and refill yourself make sure you rest well make sure that um, you do exercises make sure that you improve your emotional 
your emotional factors because you know why you have you're going to be drawing things you're going to be drawing from within you're going to be drawing from from inside of you because you cannot draw from outside you have to just draw from inside of you because everything outside would be maybe green but if you go into the inner recesses of your own person maybe and like i always like to do i say that you could probably have a spiritual anchor and draw strength from your spiritual anchor then you would be in a position to thrive and to win you must be in a position to thrive. so you must refill yourself you must refill your cup because of the fact that these are strenuous times if you do not refill your cup you'll find out that you will become mentally drained and at the end of the day you will no longer have anything to do so that you can win now it's not adversity that kills us it's our inability to respond adequately to adversity it's not adversity that kills us but is our inadequate in an inability to be persistent inability to bounce back inability to um to do to be composed inability to manage our emotions in times like this so those are the things why i said that you must refill your cup you must refill your cup and finally you must ensure that resilient leaders would will recheck your fragility now most times you always try to do things yourself now is the time to 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 collaborate with other people now is the time to look for social um support networks now is the time to manage your perceptions clearly now is the time to recheck everything all, all the things all your all the um, all, all the fundamentals because at this stage you must understand that not all of them are still going to be necessary so check the fundamentals again now at times like this you're not going to be thinking about maximizing profit because that's not what the name of the game is but you're going to be looking at long-term viability of your organization of your of your non-profit of your profit organization how are we going to survive how are we going to thrive if um if all the situations we're going through remains permanent how are you going to thrive those are the things that i need us you and i to do so importantly make sure that you recheck your fundamentals again make sure you recheck your fundamentals so <coughs> with these five things i believe that you will build resilience better and you'll be able to be in a better position to win it's important to do understand that because when you do that then you will give something to this organ to this world and this world is waiting for you the i feel your podcast will keep partnering with you to bring out the best in leadership from you because of the fact that we know we believe in you we believe that your leadership is expected or is required in a world sort like this now whether you like it or not the pandemic has taught all of us about the fragility of the human nature the um the fragile nature of um, inter uh, interconnectivity and the fact that a lot of organizations a lot of countries will look for ways in which they will try to ensure that look you know what if there's a next pandemic how would we not be too him uh, too exposed to it now in that way it would have its own advantages it would have its own disadvantages so resilient leaders would have to know that there's going to be a new normal but let me say something before i leave this um, this podcast today is the fact that Yes, we may be having what they call shelter in place today. Yes, we may be having social distancing. But the human race was actually built for relationship. The human race was wired. It's wired for relationship. So we can never discount that. And whatever is not going to build or, uh, or increase our relationship, would, we would find a way 
he destroyed it. So the next thing is don't think that social distancing. Social distancing, and I'm saying that to all members of the Ethereum podcast because social distancing was also used in the 1918 pandemic. But it, when you and I were were born, we're not we're not hearing about it. Human beings would outrun social distancing. We're wired for relationship. We're wired for community. Understanding that external leaders will build will build their comeback around that factor that we're wired for community but what kind of community are we going to be building in the next post-pandemic time especially before we we begin to trust ourselves again because we begin to trust any other person because one of the things that will come up about this time is the fact that everybody distrusts the next person oh the next person may be a carrier oh so don't come near me don't come near me don't come near me now maybe vaccine may help reduce the trust maybe maybe the virus living will help reduce the trust but the world would find out very soon what this would be. But when I, what I say, and I believe that the human race was built for community, was built for interaction. And do not discount that. Do not discount that. As a leader, no matter the challenge you're going through, do not discount that the human race was built for that. The man was not built that we were sitting in our houses. No, we were, were built for community. We were built for community. That's what I'm going to let you know for, because you're listening to the I3L podcast. Now, so if you've enjoyed us, always make sure that you give us a good rating on um, on iTunes, on Castbox, on Player FM, or Stitcher. Just give us a good rating and let your friends know that this is one of good platform in which you get blessed every single week. God bless you, and see you next week.